Hello friends. Welcome to another edition of the OIJ PCR podcast. Today I'm going to talk about something which we all deal with and something which we all need to understand. Whenever we have conflicts be it in our family spaces or in office or amongst the countries, what is the first thing that we need to do? Of course, negotiate try and talk one to one but at times you need a third party to negotiate between the two parties who do not want to talk to each other so what does this mediation process involve well there are a couple of things i would like to just state few stages or processes which are found in any mediatory reconciliation process and i'm going to take it from the start and end it where it leads to meaningful mediation so let's take the example of a family or let's say a conflict between factory workers and the management so how do you set the stage for mediation process number 1 preparation you set the stage create an atmosphere of welcome and affirmation build confidence in both the parties that they are here to go ahead a step forward in reconciliation process one needs to state the purpose of the meeting why are we here today describe the process how are we going to talk about resolving the conflict which we are facing set up the ground rules that okay this is not going to happen and both the parties agree that we are not going to cross the silver line so setting of ground rules is very essential at the preparatory stage this emphasizes and this should emphasize that the ground rules once are set they should be confidential so this assures an understanding between the two mediatory partners or between the two mediatory conflicting parties so preparation stage 1 is set second stage is storytelling so each party unfolds you know by telling each other their story list of angers feelings issues and they use a language which is you know which is facilitatory which is easy to understand and comprehend this way they built on the positives you know and the positives facilitate the flow of information and of course all this summarize each party's concerns when they are discussing in a free flow information certainly there needs to be checked for accuracy and ownership as well third process framing the issue one has to check with each party for any new information new understandings not only new but old baggage which they are carrying for the conflict then list those 
you know, number one, two, three, list them out, talk them out. Highlight the common areas and concerns which both conflicting parties have. So that's how you build the peace constituencies. By sharing, identifying the shared needs. Ascertain the willingness to proceed. Both parties need to ascertain that they do need to resolve the conflict and they are both moving ahead for the same. The fourth process is the problem-solving process. Now, this needs to be done by creating various options. Firstly, the parties need to reaffirm in their own power a reason to reach to a satisfactory outcome. You could repeat the issues, new information with new understandings or even with old issues, but new understandings. Past should not, and especially if the past does have some weaklings and if the past is an impediment on the future, perhaps it should not be talked about. So one needs to help the parties identifying the starting point. That's the biggest role of the mediator. Then he or she has to suggest ideas on how they wish to work through each issue, generate scenarios, you know, the possible scenarios ahead and encourage the parties to talk directly to each other rather than through a third party. Number five, shaping the agreement. Once the parties are talking to each other, they review the ideas and suggestions which have emerged, they clarify any preferred option, verbal or written, and validate the parties on their achievement. And number six is the implementation stage, where you negotiate any further role for mediator perhaps is not required because then you're into the implementation stage or perhaps treaty formulation on an agreement and you plan for monitoring or preparing for any hiccups that are there. And that is where again the mediatory role comes into play. So I think these are the six ways or processes by which a mediation or a mediatory person or a mediator needs to keep in mind when resolving a conflict, be it in the family, be it in the office, be it intrastate. Thank you and I hope you enjoyed listening to the podcast. See you later. Bye-bye.